Hey y'all, it is Thursday. We've got another episode of the Late Night Vision Show for you, and we have a special episode. This comes around every so often, and I'm going to ask Jason if he knows. Jason, do you know what episode number today's episode is? I, I don't know exactly, but I know it close because I, I was walking out of the house to come record this, and uh, I told Amanda, I said, I literally I said it just like this. This might be episode 150 of the show. I'm not sure. And her words were, "Don't sound so enthusiastic." And I said, <laughs> and I and she said, "Is it really?" And I said, "I don't know. I'd have to go look." I said, "Hans will know." And uh, she said, "You really don't sound excited." And I said, "Well, yeah. Hans killed my soul about episode 75, and I've just been on cruise control <laughs> I did, since I did. then." <laughs> so exactly. Is it so 150? The voice you were here. It is 150. Congratulations. So the, let me introduce you formally. The voice you're hearing uh, just before mine was Mr. Jason Robertson, the owner of Outdoor Legacy Gear. If you're looking for anything night vision or thermal related, you can hop on over to OutdoorLegacyGear.com. Again, it's OutdoorLegacyGear.com. Phone number is 877-350-1818. I had a, uh, a gentleman uh, giving lots of compliments to Michaela, the office manager who said that basically she was the smartest bunch in the whole operation. And I'll tell you no what, question. I cannot uh, argue with him at all. She's got it going on and we're just kind of, uh, I feel like she, we're the old guys in the corner eating pudding or I, something. I, I, I tell people all the time, I was like, she knows way more about what's going on than we do. You want to, you want to talk yeah. about a scope? Hans and I can help yeah. you. You want to know about when right. your order is going to ship or payment or back order? Talk to her. I don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so if you, uh, yeah, if you want to talk to uh, uh, any of us over there, 877-350-1818, um, Jason and I are talking to people all day long about scopes and people have questions and also Michaela gets in there from time to time, but we appreciate y'all being back again this week. Again, this episode 150, gosh, man, it's been in six weeks. It'll be officially three years of doing this podcast. Uh, and this show has always been focused on um, taking the confusion out of night vision and thermal optics and anything related to, uh, you know, uh, hog hunting, coyote hunting, pretty much any animal that you can legally hunt at night. We talk about it here on the show and it's been a great uh, almost three years now and in, in, in six weeks, it'll be officially three years. Um, but we have gone, I know if you've listened to this show, uh, more than a few times, you probably know that we've gone three years or almost three years without missing a week, uh, which, you know, you and I've talked about it in the past, all the things that have come up with me being sick or you, uh, you never get sick for some reason. I don't oh, know. Don't how. say that. No, just, don't say that. We, we, we have both you, in 150 episodes. We have both done this show miserable. We have done this show during pandemics, uh, ice yeah. storms, snowstorms, in a lot of things that, uh, yeah. When we didn't think you had power or internet here yeah. recently and, and, yeah. uh, back yeah. when, I, you know, after Shot Show 2020, when I'm pretty convinced that I had COVID before COVID yep. was a thing. And, you know, but we've done it a lot and we've done it because we love it. And that's why we're here. Uh, we love doing the show. We love all the feedback that we get from all the people that, that watch and listen all around the world. Jason and I get messages from all of you. Um, but enough of all that sappy stuff. We have a great show, a great topic. And, I, you know, we're talking about taking the confusion out of night vision and thermal optics. This is 
um, what it's about right here because we we know there's a lot of choices and this year there are more choices in this category of scopes than than there's ever been in any other time but we're going to be doing a uh, really a comparison of entry level thermal scopes so basically anything under or around $3,000 and under because there's a lot of confusion because there's a lot of new stuff. Jason, there's, you know, with the Rattlers out with, uh, you know, the bearing optic stuff that's been out for a year, but they added a new scope. Uh, you know, you've got a Pulsar scope mixed in there. So there's, there's some new things. Uh, you know, the, the, the Rattler 25 kind of sounds like the Hulkster 25 and people are trying to understand the differences in all these scopes. So what we're going to do, uh, again, focusing on that around $3,000 and under price for thermal optics. We're going to take a look at all of them in that class. We're going to compare them. Uh, we're going to give our thoughts on them. Um, we're, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, these optics, and if you call up, it's your decision. So we're going to help put the information in front of you on this show, give you the tools that you can, uh, you know, have to be able to make a good decision but at the end of the day, um, you're going to want, have to be the one that pulls that trigger. We just want to make sure that you have all the accurate information. So I've spoken way too much at the beginning of the show. So we're going to start off with a list, the most probably the most important thing, so you know all of the choices that you have in that 3,000 and under range. So Jason's going to share the list of scopes, thermal scopes in that range, and then we're going to break them down and dissect them. Yes. Yeah, so, so I want to be clear. That was a, a great explanation of what we're going to do. One thing that, and Hans said it, you're going to have to choose your scope. Hey, look, we'll help you. We'll hold your hand. If you got a question about which one of these and you're like, I'm still confused. Listen, we can't explain everything uh, or, you know, compare perfectly every one of these scopes for your situation right here on this show. So again, that's where I would say, feel free to call us when you're ready to pull the trigger. You just don't know exactly which one to pull the trigger on. And that's where we can really uh, help fine tune this for your exact scenario and your wants, your needs, your desires, whatever. But uh, we're also not going to, this is not our show where we're going to pick the winner and we're going to say, this is the best one. This is all these scopes are really good yeah. or we wouldn't be talking about them. So uh, we're not here tonight. We're coming with this as an unbiased uh, mm -hmm. uh, comparison. This is not a review of each of these scopes. It's a comparison. And so that's what we want to lay this out so that you know, hey, okay, instead of looking at these four, five, six scopes. I don't know. I just need to be looking at these two or these three or whatever mm -hmm. it is. So you can kind of help you there. Right. So I am going to go over these quickly and I'm going to bring in a couple other scopes to kind of just to briefly talk about how they compare. And uh, so we're going to roll right into this. So the, the scopes we're going to be talking about tonight are going to be the Pulsar Thermion XM30, the two Hogster R's 25 and 35, and the two uh, and those are by bearing optics and the two AGM rattlers, 25 and 35. All right. So these are the main five scopes we're going to discuss. And I'm going to, and they're all under $3,000. The, mo the, the right. least expensive is $19.95. The most expensive is $26.75. So, you know, $2,000 to $2,700, all of these fall in there. So I'm going to go over these real quick. I'm not going to go over all the deep details and specs. So just stick with me real quick. Pulsar Thermion XM30. It is $2,299. And it is a 3.5 power base magnification. It's on a 30 millimeter tube. So it does not have a mount included. You can use any standard mount that works with 30 millimeter 
uh, uh, tube. It is a fixed focus. You cannot focus the objective lens on this unit. It has removable rechargeable battery packs, uh, as well as one that's not removable, uh, but is rechargeable. It has audio and video recording. Uh, it has streaming, Wi-Fi streaming to a smartphone and a three-year warranty. Moving along, we've got the two bearing optics hogsters. Uh, there's the Hogster 25 that is a 1.4 power base magnification. It's $2,295, $2,295. We've got the Hogster R35 that is a two power base magnification and it's $2,675. Those two scopes are essentially identical uh, in you know function and usability besides the magnification and the price. They both have focusable objective lens, so you can focus it. They have an OEM QD mount. They both use two CR123A batteries. They'll have external only video recording. So if you want to record video, you've got to buy some sort of an external video recorder. They do not have streaming uh, to a smartphone app option. That's not something you can do. And they have four-year warranties. All right, moving along, the last two here in our lineup are going to be the AGM Rattlers. There's the 25. That unit is $1,995, right at $2,000. It's a 1.5 power base magnification. And then we've got the Rattler 35 and it is a 2.2 power base magnification, and it's $24.95. So these two units, uh, again, same, just like the Hogsters, very, very similar in, uh, you know, the, the functions. And, you know, if, if you look at the two of them, you can't tell the difference. And so here's what is uh, the same on these. They have the focusable objective lens. Again, you can focus it. They both include a American Defense Manufacturing Quick Detach mount, pre-attached, pre-included. you know, included. They, have, uh, they use the two CR123A batteries. They do have internal video recording with no audio recording. They do have Wi-Fi streaming to a smartphone, and they carry a three-year standard warranty. Now, that's just the list of specs. So in a minute, Hans and I are going to kind of break down how these scopes mm -hmm. all compare to each other uh, and, you know, where they lay. But what I want to do, I'm just going to roll right on into this, is uh, one of the questions we get a lot is how these compare to uh, some other scopes that have, you know, been around on the market before. And the two of those that come up the most often, and logically so, is the uh, discontinued Pulsar Core RXQ30V. Now, that was an entry-level thermal scope from Pulsar that was very, very popular for four years. Uh, I, again, uh, a 1.6 power base magnification, fixed focus, just a really nice little scope. And then we also had the FLIR PTS 233, Thermosite PTS 233. Uh, that scope was $2,200. It was a 1.5 power, did have video recording, but it too was a fixed focus. So as great as those two little scopes are, uh, Hans and I loved them both. We both shot a lot of hogs with them. Uh, you know, we reviewed them on this show. They were great, but they're both gone. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you right now that due to the newer technology, 
and due to the focusable objective lenses, uh, the comparable units would be the Hawkster 25-35, the Rattler. Mm. Well, actually, it'd be, now hang on, let's, since this is a comparison show, let's be clear. The comparison is the Hogster 25 and the Rattler 25 because of magnification. It's a 1.4 and a 1.5 power. The RXQ was a 1.6. The PTS-233 was a 1.5. So there's your comparison. And I can tell you for an absolute fact, both the Rattler and the, uh, the Hogster 25s are better than the RXQ or the PTS-233. Just simply because, I mean, just right. image quality. They're just, both are focusable and they've got newer, better technology in them. That's mm -hmm. not a slam yeah. against the RXQ or the 233. If you've got either one of those, they're still great scopes. Uh, they function just as well as the day you bought them. But uh, if you were looking for one of those and say, hey, they're gone, what do I need now? There's your two comparable units, the Hogster and the Rattler right. 25. Okay, I'm going to mention exactly. one more quick thing before uh, I quit talking and I let Hans back in here. <laughs> a scope that we uh, broke the news about a few weeks ago on this show. We have not reviewed it yet. Uh, we'll be using it some and, and probably talking about it somewhere in the future. And that is the new Bearing Optics uh, Stimulus. And that is a little small scope. Uh, it is in the same body as the Hogster R25. And it's going to be a 256 by 192 resolution, so a lower resolution, and it's going to be uh, $1,495, so $1,500. Now, a lot of people have heard about this. Uh, there's been some stuff, you know, getting out there about them. We posted some pictures. I think some other guys have, have uh, got some, you know, hands-on time with it now. And so people are saying, oh, man, where does this compare? Is this, does this compare to the Hulkster 25 or the Rattler 25 or 35? Or, folks, I'm not going to give this whole review of the stimulus here. But what I am going to say is it's a nice little unit, but it does not compare to any of these mm -hmm. other five units that were here to compare tonight. Right. And it wasn't made to. Right. I mean, Bering did not make this to replace their Hogster 25 or 35. It is made, honestly, to compete with something like the ATN Thor LTs. They're little base entry-level scopes. That's what they're for. It's for a guy who really can't swing $2,000. I'm just going to put it to you straight. If if you're willing to spend two to $2,500, you can get a lot better scope from one of these other hogsters or one of these rattlers mm -hmm. than the stimulus. But what the stimulus is good for is the guy who can or maybe, you know doesn't want to spend that much money and he's just looking to shoot some hogs off of a feeder or coons off a feeder, something like that at relatively close distances, 100, 125 yards max, hopefully mm -hmm. mostly under 50 to 75 that's what that little scope is good for. But I just, I'm not going to keep talking about it uh, and comparing. I'm not going to bring it up again. I just want to make the point. It is not fall into this other class. It is a step down on its own. Uh, again, it's not made to compete with these 
units. So mm-hmm. this is just a, a different deal. I don't know. Yep. I don't want to keep beating that dead horse, but uh, we, <laughs> I, I, I want to talk about these other five and how they compare yeah. uh, really and where they're going to be because they're a, a definite step up. And Bering would tell you that. I mean, they're not, they yeah. didn't, again, they didn't make that to to uh, to kill the rattlers or something because it's it's not the yeah. same. They know, Everybody knows that uh, at the manufacturers. And so we want to make sure that the end user understands where these scopes lie. There's another scope that a lot of people want to throw into that conversation as well that probably doesn't belong in there, and that is the Bearing Optics Super Hogster. Yes. You know, the you know how does that compare to the to the 35 millimeter and the and the 25 millimeter Hogsters and also the Rattlers and you I th- I think you hear the probably because of popularity uh, the Super Hogster name probably come up more than any of the rest of them, but they do want to compare them to that. Um, you and I've talked about this and, and we both agree that the super hogster uh, conversation um, that needs to be had when you're talking about, you know, something along the lines of like the Pulsar Thermion XQ series, you know, like the XQ 38 um, or even, uh, you know, the, the XQ 50, which um, the super hogster, the XQ 38 is 2.5 power. Uh, the super hogster is a three power. And then you have uh, the XQ 50. That's a three and a half power. So yeah, it kind of sits right. right there in between them, um, you know, with, uh, with the mag- base magnification and all three of these optics are between three and $4,000. So, but we do hear a lot of people trying to compare the super hogster. So you, you probably want, you know, want to know where that falls in and where we feel like it falls in. It's definitely in a different class in our opinion than, than the, uh, the other models that Jason just listed through with the, with the specs. No, you're, you're right. There's one more scope too. I mean, I had two conversations just today, uh, guys wanted me to compare these two and I think it's a fair comparison. And that is the, uh, super hogster with the IRA Rico MK one three eighty four. Uh, that's a $4,000 scope and it's a, a four power base magnification. So again, I, I think it's different because of the magnification. And, you know, we talked about that, Hey, you know, and we ended up, you know, those guys really didn't need the four power. So they were going back down to yeah. the super hogster, but I'm making the point that, uh, image quality wise, that's where it's going to compare. You're mm-hmm. dead on it. It is a scope that compares with the Thermion XQs, not with these other hogsters and rattlers. So I understand that it's, it's logical to ask that question. And I'm not saying like you can't ever ask, Hey, I'm looking at a yeah. hogster 35. Should I consider the super hogster? And I always say, sure, you need to understand. It's a good deal more magnification. It's several hundred dollars more. It's a much better image quality. It's so, you know, you're, you're just moving into a different class because it absolutely yeah. is a better image quality than the Hogster 35 R35 and the Rattler 35. I think what's the most important is to understand what you're going to be doing with the scope, how you're going to be hunting with it, what you're going to be hunting and what distances. Uh, and from there, uh, not necessarily just comparing the scopes that have a similar price, but comparing the scopes that have similar magnification, that's going to be, uh, you know, something that fits your hunting application. So the next scope we're going to talk about the uh, one that you just bre- you know, you mentioned in the list of specs, the Pulsar XM30. Um, I have had more people uh, that are they say, man, Hans, I'm just trying to decide between the Pulsar XM30 or uh, you know the the 
bearing optics Hulkster 25 millimeter because they're, they're both $2,300. So mm -hmm. they're looking at it in, in, uh, in regards to price because they're comparing it by price. What's the better scope, but man, these scopes could not be two totally opposite scopes. Hundred percent agree. That yeah, exactly. The only thing that they have in common really uh, is the fact that they're close in price. Uh, but these it. are for two drastically different hunters. Yep. I mean, with the one, yeah, the, the Hogshire Twenty Five is a one point four power. It's got the yep. lowest magnification on this entire list, and then the Thermion XM Thirty is a three point five power. There's not another scope on the market. Uh, I don't know, maybe ATNS something. I don't know. There's no 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 other scope on the market that we would would you know discuss right. or talk about on air that is uh, has three point five power under thirty eight hundred dollars. So it is a big deal for a guy who needs some more magnification. He wants to do a lot of a uh, hundred and fifty to two hundred yard shooting and still keep his budget down here under three thousand dollars. That's what it's good for. But you're exactly right. So. I, look, and we're not trying to belittle the end user. That's what we're here for. That's what this show is here for is to explain these things. But, but for us, we understand why people do it. They say, again, it's the yeah. price, but we're looking at it and going, man, you're comparing chocolate and vanilla and they're both ice cream, but they're totally different. Yeah. And so you've got to figure out what works best for you. Now, one, one more uh, quick thing that I wanted to say about this super hawkster discussion, I hate to circle back, but I, I, one thing I want to say is that uh, again, it's okay to, to ask, how does this compare? Should I consider it? I'm not, I, I just want right. you to know it's in a different class. When you move to that optic, you are taking this step up. And I don't know why, and I'm going to, we'll quit talking about the super hawkster after this, but I don't know why, but there is a lot of confusion and I'm seeing it all over the web. I'm getting a lot of calls and they're saying rattler 35 versus the super hawkster. And that's the wrong question to ask. The question to ask is Hogster 35 versus Rattler 35. Again, those, and we'll talk about this more, those are the comparable. But the Super Hogster, again, whether we're talking about Thermion XM30, Hogsters, yeah. Rattlers, it's in a class of its own. So I just, just wanted to, yeah. I wanted to kind of wrap Good that point. up there and put yeah. a bow on it. But back <laughs> to this Thermion XM30. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot to, to talk about with this scope. We've reviewed it on the show. We love it. It's a great scope. It's been extremely difficult to get. Uh, you know, we're recording this in, sold, in uh, it's sold out in eight late hours. winter, spring of <laughs> yeah, 2021. It's, it's, it, it's like a, a unicorn out there. Maybe the, the, uh, mm. uh, you know, production will get up, you know, better on it soon, but it's a super scope. It just doesn't compare well to these other scopes because it's so much more magnification. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. If you, uh, you're exactly right. If you're again, if you're a coyote hunter that needs it, it'd be perfect for you. So, what we've done up to this point, we've kind of removed the Super Hulkster from the list of comparables because it's in a different class that needs to be talked about with the Thermion XQ38 or even the XQ50 Thermion XQ50. Uh, we've also kind of cleared out the discussion with the Pulsar Thermion uh, XM30. Again, higher magnification, great price, great scope, higher magnification. But 
where the real comparison is at and what we want to kind of the meat and potatoes of this whole uh, talk and this whole lesson on this, you know, below $3,000 entry level comparison uh, is in our next section, which we're going to be talking about the Hawkster 25 uh, bearing optics, Hawkster 25 millimeter, the Rattler 35 millimeter, and then the Hawkster 35 and the Rattler 35. That's where the true comparison uh, in the under $3,000 uh, where you have the closest specs that line up, you have the closest prices that line up. And this is where, uh, and rightfully so, there would be a lot of questions mm-hmm. and a lot of confusion as far as which one should I get, mm-hmm. you know, because there's there's a not that many videos out with the Rattler stuff right now, just not a lot of videos out. Um, the, the Hogster 25 and 35 millimeter, there are some videos out there, but they're recorded on an MDVR because it does not have internal video recording. So the video from the MDVR sometimes don't give the scope the greatest, uh, you know, justice that it would normally, mm-hmm. which you normally see through the eyepiece. Uh, but there's just a lot of that's, but that there's a lot of questions about it, but that's where the comparison is. And that's where we're going to jump into right now, because there's a, there's a lot to uh, to go through it, with these four scopes. Yeah, Hans is dead on. So these are the comparables. And again, as we said from the outset, this is just a comparison. We're not here to say, okay, this is the one that I would buy or this is the one I wouldn't buy. I can tell you right now, uh, I've got back order list for all four of these models. Uh, they're both extremely popular. Yeah. Uh, everybody is 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 wanting these things, and I'm saying all this, and you may be watching this in a few months, and these may be sitting on the shelf. But but as of right now, in uh, March of 2021, that's the story. But it is. I mean, people are just hounding after these optics. So uh, I, I want to just mention this again. Let's start with the Hogster 25 and the Rattler. 25. And I'm going to just briefly go over these, these specs real quick. So Hogster 25 is $2,295. Rattler 25 is $1,995. Again, uh, Hogster 25 is a 1.4 power base mag. Rattler 25 is a 1.5 power. So essentially Mm -hmm. same magnification. All right. I mean, a point one difference. It's essentially the same. Uh, they're mm-hmm. both, uh, they're, they're, you know, $300 apart. Uh, they're, uh, the, uh, I can't even talk now. I'm stuttering around trying to look at my notes. The, uh, the rattler. So the problem is, is I keep going rattler hogster. My brain doesn't know which one to say when the rattler, uh, has one's the three year one. snake. Exactly. The Rattler has the three-year warranty. The Hogster has a four-year warranty. So that's a little check mark over there in that box. Um, you know, internal video recording is over on the Rattler. It's external only on the Hogster. They both use two CR123A batteries. Battery life is very similar. They will both use external USB uh, battery packs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, uh, and the, the Hogsters come with a a QD mount, just an OEM brand, uh, QD mount, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the Rattlers do come with the American defense manufacturing brand. So, you know, there, there's some pluses and some minuses on each side, image quality wise, very, very similar. And so those are the two scopes you need to be looking at, uh, you know, comparing those two. So if you think, Hey, my buddy's got a Hogster 25 or a Rattler 25 and I'd like to compare that to, you know, whatever else is out there. You need to be looking at, at one of, you know, the Hogster or the Rattler. That's the fair comparison. 
And then just kind of rolling into the Hogster uh, R35. It's $2,675 for a two-power base mag. Uh, Rattler 35 is a 2.2-power mm-hmm. base mag, and it is $2,495. So again, about $175, 80 bucks right. between those two. And uh, the, the exact same differences I just mentioned. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, yeah. the recording, the mounts, the whatever, warranty. So they both have, you know, little check marks in each column. Uh, image quality extremely similar on those two and uh if you start where it gets kind of i start scratching my head as somebody says okay hogster 25 versus rattler 35 and i'm like you're doing like tic-tac-toe <laughs> you're going a, you're going across you kind of got to get on one right. or the other hogster or rattler and then you can kind of yeah. compare which one of those but so rolling from there where i think i want to go now hans is as we kind of wrap this show up. I know this has been fast paced. There's been a lot of specs and stuff, but what I want to do is just quickly say, okay, every one of these units, where would you say that, you know, who is this good for? We do that in our reviews, Mm -hmm. but we don't ever bring all these in at one time. And so uh, I said, we weren't going to talk about the, the stimulus again. I said we weren't going to talk about the Super Hogster again, but I think let's sandwich those on the bottom and the top and kind of help explain to people where all these, you know, who we would recommend that they're mm-hmm. for. And so I'm yeah. just going to start with this. I'll let you take the, we don't have this plan, so I'm going to let you take the Hogster 25 and, and Rattler 25, but I'm going to start with this stimulus again that I said I wasn't going to mention. Yeah. And I kind of already said it. This is for the guy who's on a very tight budget, but he wants thermal and he just wants to, again, I, I, you, there's a lag in the screen when you're, you're, you know, it's like a refresh when you're moving around. So it's a little bit of a, you'll notice it when you're moving. Uh, with that said, this is not what you're going to want. If you're out there shooting a lot of running hogs, it's not what you're going to want. If you're shooting off of a side by side, moving anything like Mm -hmm. that, this is again, made for the guy who needs to kill the fox or the coyote that's getting around his chickens or getting around his sheep or something right outside the house, wants to see, uh, you know, shoot an armadillo in the backyard, a hog under a feeder at 30, 40, 50 yards. Uh, That's who this is for. Again, totally separate class of these others. If you can pony up the extra money, Uh, For one of these other units, you will be way ahead. You will get a much better optic for it. But this does fit the bill if you're trying to stay in that $1,500 and less price range Mm -hmm. and, again, compete with some of these uh, less expensive like the ATN Thor LT. So that's who I would say that is good for, the, the guy who's not going to be using it all the time for sure. So I'll do the Hogster 35 and the Rattler 35. Both of them. Uh, what about again, the 25? Point... Hang on. What about the, you skip the 25s? I said, no, I said, and then I said Hogster 25. You said 35. You Rattler... said 35. Oh, okay. I told you there's so many. Yeah. Hogster 25 yeah. and Rattler 25. Yeah. I'm going to do the Hogster 25 and the Rattler 35. Oh, sorry. 25. Good gosh. I See, told you. I'm getting confused. I this told is, you. This is why this is getting confusing. This is why the, this um, is why the, both, this is why the customers yeah. are confused. We're confused. Exactly. Hogster 25, Rattler 25. Uh, both um, very low magnification, 1.4 power and 1.5 power. This is going to be um, for 
you people out there that are primarily uh, vast, vast majority of the time taking shots under a hundred yards. Uh, if you're hunting under, uh, you know, feeders, uh, at close ranges, this is a good scope. I think this is, these scopes are small in size. So these make uh, great thermal monoculars and buddy scopes. If you uh, have people that t- tag along from time to time, but you can take them on and off and use them, uh, you know, as, as monoculars, but these are going to be, uh, for your people that want to take uh, very close shots, 50 yards is going to be the sweet spot with this scope. Um, you know, move the closer you get to a hundred yards, the a little bit more difficult it's going to be the, you know, breaking these scopes down side by side, the, um, Rattler 25, a little bit less expensive, uh, comes with a, a few more features. It has, you know, the internal video recording that's got the high end American defense manufacturing mount. Um, both of them are focusable. Uh, you know, like I said, the, the Rattler is a little bit less expensive in price. Um, I think the Hogster, uh, you know, as far as picture quality might be a tad bit, uh, better in picture quality. Um, but the Rattler has more features and better features. Uh, also the, um, the Hogster has a four year warranty compared to a three year warranty with the, with the AGM stuff. So That's my comparison of the two. Yeah, I, I agree, agree with that. I, I think image quality is nearly identical side by side. I mean, if I, you know, it's, it's super, super close. There might be a, a slim margin to the Hogster, but uh, I would not yeah, very buy small, one of these. Very small, yeah. yeah, very small. Yeah, very small. I, if I was going to lean one away, I might go the Hogster. With the Hogster. Yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it just for that. I think you need to compare a lot of other things. And there's a lot of guys that you know. You know, these bearings have been around for every year. They're comfortable with them. Their buddies have got mm-hmm. one. They want one. And so, you know, other guys are drawn to the AGM because it's newer and you know, got more features. Mm-hmm. So again, call us. We can yeah. talk about that. We're, we're glad to help you, you know, kind of hone that down. But uh, I do agree with that. I think your sweet spot in these scopes is going to be in that uh, 30 to 75 yards or 20 to set whatever. Zero to 75 is their sweet spot. I do think shooting 125 to 150 yards is doable. I think the 150 to 200 needs to be your long shot that you're not going to be taking often. If you're going to be doing a lot of shooting over 150 yards, I think you absolutely have to move up to one of these uh, Rattler or Hogster 35s that I'm fixing to talk about. I think their sweet Mm -hmm. spot uh, is going to be somewhere in the, uh, again, uh, I I think their sweet spot is still low. But I think it's just extended. I think uh, yeah. 30 to 100 yards, they're wonderful for that. Uh, shooting 125 to 150, no issue. I think the 150 to 200 or 175 to 200, I think that needs to be your normal top end. Now, I know that I talk to guys all the time that say, hey, I'm using this scope and I'm shooting 250. I'm shooting 260. I'm not going to say it's not possible. I don't think it's the norm. I don't think if you're going to be shooting that far, then you need to be looking at, uh, you know, one of like the Super Hulkster or something. So I, I really think that the, uh, the 35s are going to be ideal for the guy that, again, wants that ability to reach out to that 175, 200 if he has to. Uh, but uh, I don't think that's, you know, again, what you need to be doing every night, but it is just a little more magnification. And one quick thing I'll point out, a lot of people get hung up and they say, listen, one and a half power, two power, that's not a big difference. 
it actually is a big difference because you have to remember that one power means no magnification. Your eye sees one power. That's just normal vision. So when you go from 1.5 to 2, it's a noticeable jump. Now, I'm not saying it's like, right. you know, going from one power to 20 power, but it's a noticeable increase. Where it really becomes important is when you make that first bump up in your digital zoom to take that longer shot. If you're at 1.5 power and you double it up, you're at three. If you're at right. two power, you double it up, you're at four. Now, I know people are sitting mm -hmm. there going, wow, I can do math on my own. I don't need you to help me with that, Jason. But the point I'm trying to make is, is there's a big difference in three power and four power. And yeah. if you're yeah. talking about this Rattler 35, it's a 2.2. So you're talking about going from three power to 4.4 power. That's a lot. Every little bit doubled adds up quickly. So anyway, just wanted to point that out, uh, what I think those are good for. And then uh, Hans, why don't you go ahead and talk about the Thermion XM30? Yeah, the, the Thermion XM30 at, um, you know, 3.5 base magnification. It's uh, the, the advantage for the scope is that it is a uh, $2,300 thermal optic. Uh, it is... Uh, you know, uh, it's a it is in the Thermion housing. Very good mm -hmm. design. It's got all of the features that all the other Pulsar Thermions have. The only thing it doesn't have, uh, it it is a fixed focus, so you cannot adjust the uh, objective focus uh, to get it a very very tight image. But I think that they've by making it a higher base magnification, they've really offset how much that might hinder you. So three and a half base magnification. Uh, that is, you know, you're not going to want to be at th 30 yards on a group of hogs and try to take running shots at three and a half power. That's going to be tough. <laughs> no, um, I, I think this is going to be, uh, again, for people that are taking primarily longer shots over a hundred yards, uh, the majority of the time, uh, you know, if you are a coyote hunter, a lot of coyote hunters like higher base magnification. I'm using a, a four power optic right now that I've been testing out and I've been calling coyotes into 20 and 30 yards. It's fine if you drop them and they fall, but if they stop, start running, it's a little bit more of a challenge. So, um, a lot of coyote hunters out there like higher base magnification. I understand. Uh, I, I do like it a lot too when I am coyote hunting. Uh, but I would say, um, you know, again, if you are looking for something that you can shoot a little bit longer range, um, more than the 1.4 or 1.5 of the, uh, you know, the Rattler or Hulkster 25 millimeter, you want something I'll shoot further than that. Uh, or, uh, you know, you want something that, you know, you like that design if you're going to be mounted on a, on a bolt gun or something like that. But absolutely, if, if you are questioning whether to get this scope, um, don't do so because it is the same price as the Hawkster 25 or the Rattler 35. Um, it is again, like we said, it's, it's in a completely different, you know, application for use. No, that's, that's dead on accurate. And I think that other thing that I should mention is, you know, confusion is, well, Hey, it's three and a half power. You know, the super Hawkster is three power. The XQ 50 mm -hmm. Thermion is three and a half power. So I can shoot 350 yards, right? wrong <laughs> you you're not going to id at 350 you're not going to know what it is yes it, again this is where it's a give and take you're getting high base magnification but you're giving up some image quality due to the fixed focus and that that you know 320 by 240 resolution sensor so you are 
you're still going to be topping out there, you know, a little above that 200 yard range. This is not the scope to buy if you want to shoot 275, 300 yards. It's just not what it's designed for. It is still an entry-level thermal scope. And a lot of people I talk to, sometimes I just don't understand. I'm like, listen, if you want to shoot that far, you've got to spend money for a scope that that has that image quality, that you know has the magnification, the image quality, the lenses, the eyepieces, the all the features that come together to give you that that quality you need to, uh, you know, uh, safely and accurately, you know, identify and take those longer range shots. And so, uh, I would just say to kind of sandwich this in, Super Hogster. Thermion XQ38, those kind of scopes are when you take that next step up and you do say, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to need to be shooting over 200 yards. Uh, I, I know I'm going to need to do that. And I, I want, you know, some of these other features or some of these things that I'm going to get. I want the better image quality. You're going to get that by taking that next step. I am not at all saying everybody needs to go do that. I am super excited and pumped to have this many scopes under $3,000. I remember oh, yeah. when yeah. we got the FLIR PTS-233 to compete mm -hmm. with the Pulsar Core RXQ30V, Hans and I were in hog heaven. I mean, it's like we've got was, two yeah. scopes that, that compete that yeah. down here in this price range. And if people, if you're an old fan of the show and you go way back, Hans and I used to get in some arguments on the show about which one we liked better. And we, we had some debates of, cause he had yeah. his favorite and I had mine and they were both awesome scopes. Well, we've got scopes now that leave those back in the dust and we've oh, got, yeah, we've got five yeah, so of much them. Better. We got yeah. five scopes down here. This is a great time to be in, you know, into the thermal game. And I want to be clear uh, what we're talking about here and, and so we can, well, these are entry level and don't expect to be able to do this. Don't, what you got to remember though, is these scopes are still better than what you were getting for three, $4,000, five or six years ago. I mean, you know, so you yeah. got to be clear, this kind of, of thing didn't even exist with some of these yeah. features and better this image pictures, quality. Yeah. yeah. Better picture, better picture, more features, more quality. I mean, it is there. The fact that you can get that many scopes now uh, in that price range, uh, you know, with uh, adjustable uh, focuses, Focus, yeah. objection, yeah, lens focuses and all that. And with the rattlers, with all the features they come with and all the, you know, the, the warranties that seem like now are, you know, just getting higher and higher on these, on right. these scopes, you know, starting at three uh, years, sometimes some of them going up to five years. So, man, it is, there's a lot of choices in that two to $3,000 range. And, um, a lot of good choices. Uh, the thing is, uh, just being able to get these things in stock, just kind of being prepared for a wait, you know, just knowing it's not as bad as a suppressor. So when you call in <laughs> and you get on the, on the list, or if you can get on the list, um, you're not gonna have to wait that long, but just be prepared that there's gonna be a little bit of a wait, uh, and understand that if you do get on the list, that it, your, your spot is saved in line. And uh, you got one coming uh, eventually when it gets here. Uh, but again, if you're watching this in a year, none of this that's may make right. sense. We may be piled up with them. That that that's right. But it, the the thermal thermal industry has been upside down for you know a couple of years. So 
uh, this is, and then the coronavirus only made it worse. So yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, but listen, the demand is through the roof for these things and you can see why there's more and more stuff coming out. That is mm -hmm. awesome. It's getting more people into night hunting. There's more States than ever, uh, opening up, you know, night hunting, allowing thermal and night vision scopes. So it's a very exciting time. And, and listen, folks, we hope we went through a lot of information. And we hope that this helped a little bit. There's probably some people who may have never heard of any of these scopes. And they're like, I have no idea what I just watched. I'm more confused than ever. That's fine. Pick up the phone. Feel free to call us, uh, email us. We're glad to help when you're ready to make that purchase. Uh, make sure that you get the right optic uh, for it. And again, we would love to have your business at Outdoor Legacy. By supporting Outdoor Legacy, that is what uh, keeps this show on the air uh, for the last 150 episodes, and we hope another 150 episodes. Yeah. Uh, so we do appreciate that. Uh, just check us out at OutdoorLegacyGear.com. I saw a comment. I haven't had time to reply to it yet. A guy uh, commented on one of our past videos, and he said, why are there no thermal scopes in stock on your website? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, w welcome, to, uh, welcome to our world, buddy. Uh, you know, that's the way it is. But no, seriously, uh, yeah. give us a call, 877-350-1818. If you're looking for Hans and you want to see all of his awesome uh, videos, his <laughs> photos, all the stuff that he's putting out. You can go to Instagram. He hangs out over there all the time, but you can check him out on YouTube at H-A-N-S-E-T-X, Hans East Texas. Same thing at Instagram. And he is, I know today he was posting up videos out of the Rico uh, MK1384 from iRay, shooting coyotes with that. He's always posting up uh, great videos and pictures. So definitely go follow him yeah. over there. And then you're already here at the Late Night Vision Show. All we ask is that you would like, subscribe, hang around, come back every week. And uh, if, you know, hey, listen, you don't have to listen every week. If you get over here and it's a scope review that you don't care about or a topic that, yeah, that didn't apply to me, hey, no problem. Just come back next week because we might be talking about something that you like. And uh, we just appreciate all of our loyal listeners and supporters. It means a lot to both Hans and I. So again, you yeah. can find us at the late night vision show.com. Uh, all the social medias, we are there as well. As the executive producer of the show, uh, you need to run it by me before you tell people it's okay to not watch a week or so and skip a couple of weeks <laughs> I, and come I'm back. I'm sorry. That's, that's true. not part of Never the game mind. plan. That's <laughs> no. not part of the game plan. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, come back every week. There's going to be a, a, some nugget of good news or information, but it's Jason's true. right. If it's, if you got a thermal scope and we're reviewing a scope that you're not interested in, uh, I know we've been doing a lot of reviews lately, but we are going to get back into the hunt and talk very soon. So uh, in the, um, uh, recognition of time and how long we've gone. We're going to end this show. Thank you all for joining us. Episode 150 of the Late Night Vision Show is in the book. In the books, comparing thermal scopes under $3,000. We will see you all again next Thursday. Thank you again. Y'all stay safe in the fields. Keep making them bacon pancakes. <laughs>